0: Last week, we saw some very important ideas for Derech Hashem. <clears throat> what was that? <clears throat> Is that basically the... <laughs> Rabbi, you missed something special. I'm sure. Okay. But you'll get it. Yeah. Actually, your compatriots, can tell you. <clears throat> yeah. But... Um, yeah. So what we realize is the construction or the configuration of creation really has different things. It has a physical universe, which we talk, is, uh, you know, spoke about. It has a spiritual component, and the spiritual component was very interesting. It has what's called, uh, you know, and I mentioned, you know, <clears throat> um, in this world it's That's what it's called. There's a physical world, right? And in the physical world, you have physical entities, basically, you know. And you have semi-physical, which are the Shedim, also, you know, and so on, you know. Then the next world above that is Olim Yitzira, which is the world of angels. Because what the Barsham does is all actions take place through the angels. The Barsham, like I once told you, you know, he appears in the mind of the angel, right? And the angel does what? He all of a sudden has the energy and he has the knowledge of the instructions of what the Barsham wants him to do. And he's the one who performs the actions. Then the third world is really called Oilembria, okay? It's the world, what's called of the Kise, the throne, okay? And that world is an interesting world, like I said, that this, <coughs> this world has a duplicate world in, an, in, 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 it's really in Bria, okay? It's like a parallel universe, you see? In other words, everything here physically has an exact parallel in another dimension, It's another universe. In a certain sense, you know, physics believes in what's called the multiverse. You know, but they look at the multiverse that that there are many physical universes. In a certain sense, they're right. There is a multiverse, but it's not physical, it's spiritual. And the root, which is interesting, all of us, we have a spiritual root. That spiritual root is what creates us, it gives us existence right? It gives us our characteristics and our properties, you see, okay? And it determines all the arrangements and the actions in this world. You know, a, a good example of that, I don't know if you remember, but in, uh, I don't know, if, maybe I still have, you know, you, you, like, let's take a look. You, you go into a nuclear facility, you know, that has uranium, 235 or plutonium, right? Like, you're not going to go into that room and handle the stuff with your hands. You're you're dead, you know what I'm saying? You're finished, right? So you can't do that. So usually there's a room that has the material. Let's say in a, it's in a jar, a vessel, right? So how do they handle this stuff? Well, there's another. There, then there's it's shielded like a three feet of concrete, whatever is right, and and glass and all that, right? And you can look into it, but on the other room, in, you know where you can where people stand, you have these hands, robotic arms. You see. So if you move the, the, in the room with the nuclear material is also robotic arms and they're linked. If you take this robotic arm, you know, and you go like that, that exactly is duplicated in the other room. They're linked. But they're linked exactly. So therefore what you do is you take this robotic arm and you, you move it forward over the jar or whatever, the, you know, the vessel, right? You move it in and you close the two fingers and you lift the uranium. You know, and you're not even in the same room. It's done through robotic arms, you know, where one is an exact parallel in every which way. Same idea. We are the robotic, there's a robotic arm to us. You see, it's called Ulam Bria, the world of the throne. And that world has a replica, an exact replica of this world. That's its root, that descends, so on, And gives rise to the existence of this physical world. It's the root. And we are the derivative. It's linked. Exactly. You see? So any action will cause two different movements. If you can get up there, let's assume, right? And move that spiritual representation of you. Correct? Then you will be moved. Exactly. And you can't stop it you are compelled to move exactly how that is. It's literally your representation, it's robotic, you know. Or if you move down here, right, then you move that in exactly in accordance with the way you moved. You see? And that's how the Bhansham changes everything. You know, he just manipulates the arm, so to speak, or that world, and everything here is manipulated. You see? And there's no rules or regulation really. I mean, you can move those arms, whatever, that, the, the, that universe, you know, uh, that, con- that robotic con- or that configuration, any which way you want. You see? Who's the one who operates those other arms? The uh, malochim, angels. That's the way it works. Malochim, or angels operate those arms, you see? And they have, an, like I said last week, they have an instruction guide, you know? And this is your rules and regulations for moving those arms. Right? Therefore, it's predictable. You see? And they will move it exactly like that based on rules and regulations and formulas and everything else. Right? And so on. What is that called? That's called rules and regulations, right, which are standardized. You see? That's called Teva, nature. Nature is nothing more than standardized rules and regulations that are given to angels which controls these... uh, You know, that uh, universe, you know, that root universe. You see, that's called Teva. Now, if the angels are given what? Different regulations. Guess what? Then they can do whatever they want. And all of a sudden we look at this and say, wow, this is a miracle. You see, that's what a miracle is. A miracle is nothing more than a malach, right? Not following the standard procedures or the standard operating procedures. That's what it is. So really, there's no such thing as nature. And there's no such thing as miracle. It all depends on what you want to do with those, that root universe. So if the malach is following the standard operating procedure, right, which it always does, that's teva, that's nature, that's natural physical law. If, however, right, that malach is given instruction to deviate from that standard law, then immediately, we call it the miracle, but it's not. It just means that the Malach is moving that root uh, universe in a different manner. You see? That's why there is no such thing as nature, really. It's just a Malach following standard operating procedures. You see? So that's a very important idea. Okay? So that's where it works. So you have Olem asiya which is the physical universe. You have Olem uh, Yitzira, which is the world of angels then you have and Bria right which is the world of uh, creation and the root universe is in there got it? now on top of that there's a fourth universe called Atzilus and Atzilus is the root of the roots that's the spheres you see Atzilus is the universe of God in terms of his spheres the spheres are these things which emanate from him and that's the root of everything that creates everything and that arranges and organizes and moves everything you see so you have Atzidas which is the root of Bria and that is a spiritual universe which parallels our, our, us right? that's the root of us and the angels are the ones that manipulate it you see you now have a, a description of all reality you see, see the way it works? So that's the, com- the composite of the whole Bria, of all creation. I do want to mention one thing, that Atsilis itself, okay, has, is, Atsilis is a world of emanations, uh, but above that, these same spheres that come out have greater and greater forms, or greater and greater levels, and they go all the way up, you see? So Atsilis is where they finally uh, standardize and land in that sense. And then they create everything below. But really, Atsilis really has pre-worlds, which are the same spheres, but in higher and higher, uh, let's say, outputs of ore. And that, really, you're three looking at Oyelim Haber. What? Three sets of spheres. Three sets. Of spheres. What, are my sets? Three sets three sets of spheres? What? What? what's three Set sets each three almost no I said physical it's, there's a Zatsia Yitzira and Bria then there's Atzilis, which is the world of spheres but that world of spheres uh, right is much uh, is a much inferior world to where the spheres originate all and that's in the world of what's called Adam Kadma in the whole series who? Where are the spheres really? No, no, the, the spheres are really up there in arc, <coughs> so even before we, that. So we, what, what but they themselves sort of like, I hate to use the word, degenerate, or they degrade, so to speak. Uh, until they be, uh, th- until they assume the uh, the form and that they stay that so way. What's the difference between the spheres as they appear in Atzilus and the spheres as they appear in Ohrimka? It's like a uh, it's like a uh, uh, intensity. the intensity. It's like a ten thousand watt bulb and a million watt bulb. It, Same bulb, but you can have a you know what do you call that A rheostat? Yeah. You know that's the difference. What's the difference? They are, uh, they originate the origin of that bulb is that it's full-blown capacity, which is, let's say, a million watts. And then they are dialed down, so to speak, right. until they hit the world of Atzilus, <coughs> and that's where they stay, and then everything from that What's is... the purpose of having two states? Why not just have everything happen? Uh, uh, a, the, 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 reason, the reason that's given by the Chaim, which is the Kabbalah of the Ari, is because... <coughs> God wanted to, the world to exist at a certain level of ore. And that world cannot exist when the spheres are up in what's called Adam Kadmoyim. They will destroy you and obliterate anything, everything. So He wanted the, the quality of this world to be at the level of the physical and that, therefore that can tolerate the level of spheres in Atzilas. But it cannot in any way exist if that had not degraded you see the 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 gives that as the answer and so on, you know why god wanted this level that's unknown whatever but that's the way it works see so uh, but what i'm saying is the Atzilis is the final form that the spheres take that we are uh, we can it's sort of like uh, relate to or, uh, and so on, you know but they really originate at a much higher level see? So therefore you're now looking at the whole spiritual universe. You see, and that's what really what Ramchal says <coughs> here. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> and so on. I remember, I, I and by the way, I want to just tell you something, that's our tefillah, without getting into that, our tefillah is based on that. <coughs> the tefillah of Korbonus, when we daven chakras, it connects to the physical world. And then you have the de zimra, is Dezimra, Yitzira. Kriya Shmon is Brochus, is Briya, and the Shmon Esrei connects to Atsilas. That's how, so as you daven, you bring down different, uh, what's called influences, forces, ashbos. And that's the logic of the davening chakras. Anyway, <coughs> just to show you that it's really connected Kabbalistically, it's not just why do we have these four, you know. A tremendous kabbalistic structure. Yeah. I remember I asked about an Olam Haba. You we said we'll never be able to experience the spheres directly because they're too. Everything comes from them, and by nature, and therefore, yeah. we, we will never have a direct contact, so to speak. No, but what you will do is you will connect in whatever way you can to the spheres of of, of a primordial man, Adam Kadmon. So that you'll have a connection to them, but you'll never be able to experience them directly. No, because the spheres are in. in uh, the spheres will be regarded as elokus, as divinity. At the first, that's the lowest <clears throat> interface between divinity and the world. You, can, you, cannot, you cannot connect, or you cannot perceive divinity. But you can perceive what emanates from that. And the highest level of emanation, the million-watt bulb, is up in Oilam Habo, and that we will experience. So what that means is beyond comprehension so illumination you don't experience the <coughs> spheres themselves but you the illumination them. you, experience. you experience the order that comes through them from them from them yes so the order that comes from spheres at the level of odmkadmo in primordial man is infinitely greater than what they experience in uh, Atsilas. you see we, we have no comprehension of what that is what the quality of existence is when you experience the Emanation, you know what I'm saying, at the level of that type of level. Yeah, but I think you get a, a real good, uh, a, a nice outline scope of what reality is all about, and the, so that's what Ramchal is really. He's talking about you know the level of Itzira, but I'm, but later on, whatever. But these, this is the entire structure, the configuration, and so on. You know, but we now understand that we have a parallel root universe. Angels manipulate that, they have a standardized instruction sheet, which is called, you see, uh, and, and, and so on, you know. Uh, and so far, that's a very important idea. But Ramchal continues with uh, several other major themes, about the connecting, uh, connection of good and evil with the, ro- with the root universe. And also, that we can actually, besides the angels, we can also have input into our roots. We actually have the ability to do that, which we'll talk about.